single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. But the Build Show Network is basically the Dave Ramsey for builders. Yeah, totally. And that's how I would describe it, yeah, right? It's absolutely. other other builders that you've verified as legit know their stuff experts in their field yeah and they start little shows too and now tradesmen too we've got an electrician we've got a drywall contractor i uh, got a plumber uh, we're talking to some other folks as and well you all but... learn from each other give each other tips how did you get your show started though because you were are you you're a contractor yeah Is i'm a contractor your... okay. so i'd worked for other builders for 10 years and uh, knew that i've always been a bit of a entrepreneur from my paper route as a kid to my lawn mowing business. I just always liked working for myself and making money. Uh, and so after working for other people for 10 years, at some point I was like, gosh, I really want to start my own company. Uh, and I worked for a corporate builder that also aggravated me in a lot of their the ways that they built and vacation policies. You saw ways you could do it better. For sure. But yeah. they weren't doing it on what I mean. Well, no, that is, I did want to know how you became a contractor as well, but how did you go from contractor to go, you know, I think I could YouTube this and host a YouTube channel? Because you started, what, 10 years ago? Uh, 08. 08, okay, so more than I'm 10 OG, years ago. I'm OG, before Google owned them. I watched uh, an old video, maybe a nine-year-old video, and it is amazing to just see, like, the quality difference it's a in lot videos <laughs> and just the, the beginnings. Yeah, I love it. It's super fun. But, yeah, I started in 08, and before that, a year prior, I started a blog. And so here I was, this new contractor. I started my business in 05, and I also was brand new to Texas because we moved to my wife's hometown when we were pregnant with our first kiddo. Where were you, where'd you, where were you living beforehand? Portland, Oregon. Okay, I was, I was just there this Portland. weekend. It's yeah. a great town. Yeah. I love Portland. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, well, a little run down with crackheads now, but... Uh, unfortunately, the yeah. last 10 years have been hard <laughs> on Portland. But uh, it's beautiful, yeah. It, is, it was a great town. Tree, it's a beautiful place. It still. is a beautiful yeah. place. So I moved to Texas and was like, gosh, how am I going to start this business? Like, no one knows me. I never built a thing here. And I saw this guy, David Meerman Scott. You should look him up. He's awesome. Amazing trainer when it comes to marketing. And I read his book and I did his course. Uh, it was called The New Rules of Marketing. And in 06, 07, he's like, you should start a blog because Google will find your blog and send it to people. And so I started writing a blog. And so this is just, you were thinking SEO to get more contractor work. Was right. that your intention behind just the blog? Just yeah. market my business. Mm -hmm. That was it. Uh, and I wrote the blog and I was on the blog. I was doing like two blog posts a month, nothing special. Yeah, Part-time. So I had maybe 10 blog posts and I went to a meeting with this, with this prospect. And I remember very specifically him shaking my hand and being like, oh my gosh, Matt, it's so great to meet you. And I was like, well, how, how do I know you again? He's like, oh, I read all your blog posts last night. I, I loved how you got super nerdy and talked about the solar heat gain coefficient and what the uh, U-factor uh, related to our value, the windows. And so it was enough encouragement for me to go, I should keep this up. This is good. And then a buddy in 2008 was like, hey, borrow my flip video camera. You know, before there was mm -hmm. cell phone Those videos. little square. 
and you flipped a yeah. button and they the were USB still pretty low quality. Yeah, they were yeah. terrible. Yeah. And the mic was like on the camera. Mm-hmm. So I'd tell people, hey, you got to you got to yell like it's your grandma because the mic's right here. So so you got to talk. It's kind of like the first rendition of GoPro kind of pretty much action. Yeah, exactly. You're just really bad audio. So I published my first video on YouTube in 08. And again, it was just to promote my contracting business. Mm-hmm. And I had a really similar experience where I had six or eight videos up. I was publishing maybe two videos a month. And I met with another prospect. And this time, instead of shaking my hand and saying, oh, nice to meet you, they acted like I was their long lost brother. Like, Matt, oh, it's so great to meet you. Oh, my. I'm just like I knew you. because So I've from s- the one flip video. From, they knew you. From six the videos that they yeah. watched. They, they automatically decided, you know, uh, this guy is, actually knows what he's talking about. He doesn't seem shady, uh, which contractors have this shady reputation. Mm-hmm. So if I, can have a, if I can have a conversation on camera and they can decide, oh, he's actually an honest contractor and he knows what he's doing, I've lost a whole hour of interviewing, which is what kind of shady contractor. Oh, I mean, it's true. My parents built a house in the 90s. And this was pre-even Google reviews or Yelp or any of these online websites. So they got word of mouth from a mm-hmm. contract. Oh, I heard right. this guy. And then they ended up suing him because he fucked them over. I mean, it's, it's not unusual. That game. is the horror yeah, story of parties. It so it's uh, – and I, I know nothing about house building. But to show how interesting your YouTube channel is and how good it is, <laughs> I watch your videos all the time. And I've never – I can't afford to build a house. I have no interest in building a house. I have no I foreseeable it. future. I'm not going to be building a house or hiring anyone to build well, a house. You never but know, I watch man. Videos. And I imagine a lot of people are like that because you have millions of views and millions of subscribers. There's no way those are not all contract yeah, workers and construction workers and For stuff sure. like that. So that's how – I just like I like watching people who nerd out about things and are clearly an expert yep. on these things. Or even if they're not an expert, they're like geeking out on these new technologies. And I watch that. I'm like, oh, cool. Totally. This guy's into it. At I least would, you pretend to be. I don't know if you're really into it. No, but you I totally to am. I yeah. totally nerd out about it. Because, I mean, the, the nice thing about construction is there's always something you can learn. There's always something you can do better. So every house that I build is a prototype. And if you're going to build these houses, why not build the next one a little better than the last one? And so there's always something to learn. You never and get like new end. stuff is coming out all the time because I'm all watching you go to these conferences and you're like, this new product's going to come out next year. It's going to change like just the floors that piece together. Yeah. And so you see that, that is the layer cool, that goes it? under the floor is that little plastic uh-huh. mat thing. There's yep. all these things. There's that, so much you can nerd out about. It's crazy. So when you, you, I saw you remodeled your own house or was mm-hmm. that your, was going to be your mother-in-law house or is that two different, is that two different houses? Two different projects. So, when you do it, it seems like you're going all out for your own stuff, like oh, using every sure. little thing. Is there anything you skimp out on? Because, you know, at the end of the day, you, you got money, but you're not a billionaire. Is there yeah. anything where you're like, okay, I mean, I'm not going to do this? For me, it's it's. Uh, I really believe that you should build smaller and build better. So, you know, at every price point, you know, just like, uh, you know, I suspect here in in Hollywood where we are, you could probably get a pretty nice thousand square foot apartment or you could get a not as nice 2000 square foot apartment Mm -hmm. uh, for not much more. I'd much rather build smaller and build better. So, you know, I live in Texas, which is well known to have bigger houses. But yet my family of six, I have four kids plus a dog. They all still live there. Well, we have 2,700 square feet. 
I didn't build yeah, a very big huge. house. Yeah, just a regular sized house, but I built it really well. Right. It's the nicest 2700 square It's the I nicest yeah. house in my neighborhood. And I'm fine with that. I, I mean, I overbuilt for the neighborhood, but I don't care. I'm going to be there a long time. Yeah. And as building technologies get cheaper, probably down, your house will age better. For sure. 100%. Is there, what would you say the biggest differences between, let's say, a house from the 20s, 40s, 50s, 80s, 90s? Like, is there a age of a house where as a new home buyer, you're like, I'm not buying a house that's built before 1940? Well, it's actually a little bit the opposite in some respects. I think you're better off in a 50s house than a 70s house, for instance. They just build it better. They build the it 50s. better. They and how does something materials. like that happen? Because you'd think it would obviously go the other way to where they would have better materials in the 70s. Did they just like, hey, this technology is way cheaper. We're going to go with that. Yeah, you know, I think that starting around the 70s and maybe a little bit into the 80s, we started value engineering things, which is the term for making it crappier and cheaper, uh, to the point that, uh, you know, some of the new houses being built today are really significantly the exact same house that was built 25, 30 years ago. So to a lot of builders... Things haven't changed that much. Zero. Yeah. I mean, I worked for a national production builder. Uh, and when I was building for them in the 90s, I was building with this cardboard sheathing uh, that at the time I didn't know any better. You know, I was a 23-year-old. You're just listening to your boss. Yeah. I was this like, is how you do it. This is how you do it. Yeah. And now I know better. And I realized that those houses were super flimsy. They had tons of bugs getting in all kinds of places. Uh, they were energy inefficient to the point that they were – really not comfortable and they took a lot of input to make them comfortable and yet i can drive two or three hours or two or three uh uh 20 minutes let's say from my house and see another national production builder not the same one but a different one in a new neighborhood building the exact same house as, as i was building in 1995 wow and here we are almost 30 years later using the exact same technology like and really? how much money we could do better <laughs> how much money does a house like that save on building so let's say the construction cost is, let's say, $300 on a small house. How much money would a version of a house you would put out be? Typically, I'm going to spend at least double what a production builder is going to Got charge uh, or or price. But there are some there are some national production builders that are building better. But I just watched one of your videos where it was a guy who's building track homes, mm -hmm. but he was still taping the edges and, yeah. and insulating it properly. Yeah, that video is done really, really well. That guy's name is Scott True, and he's building in a 45-minute out of Austin suburb. Yes, he's building incredibly well at a very tight price point, and I'm really thankful to have met him because I tend to build for people that have more money. That's kind of the reputation I've got. Yeah, you're going for high-end homes. Yeah, and I'm using more expensive subs. But what I liked about him is he's using really run-of-the-mill subs but managing them in a way to get a much better product. How cool is that? That's the next step, you would yeah. think. That's yeah. it. you got to get the the base price up. But so would you say that these builders are doing that not because they want to build cheap, but because that's the budget they're given? Or is it that's just what they know, that's what they do, and they still charge more? Like, is that something that needs to change you think or that's just what it is because people are buying homes at that price point you know it's a little bit of both uh i think that one of the things i love about my videos is that i've got 
folks like you are watching this, you're not in the business, right? You're a comedian for a living. You got a mm -hmm. killer podcast, <laughs> but yet you're watching my videos. So uh, when you do go to buy a house, you're going to be way more educated than what the standard person uh, is. And you might ask questions like, you know, what kind of insulation are we using here? What can I expect from my blower door score? Uh, you know, and if you came into I'll come, a, in, I'll come in with the goggles to see the uh, the radiant temperatures. Th I mean, that, if you thermal, came in, the thermal goggles, if you came in with that, they'd be like, uh, "Excuse me, sir, uh, <laughs> what are you doing here?" You would you would see massive problems in a kind of standard construction house. But if, if we got more and more people coming in and saying, "Hey, what could I expect from my blower door score from you X Y Z builders?" They'd be like, "Well, I, I don't, I don't, we don't do that." Well, why don't you do that? It's not that expensive. It's not that hard. You know, I want to make sure that mm -hmm. not only does my house meet code, but I'd like to exceed what code is. Code is the worst legal house you can build. Right. You can't build any worse than that. That's It's barely legal to build that. So why can't we build to a higher standard than that? Right? Yeah, makes sense to me. I mean, you, you go uh, when you buy your new Camry, you see what the uh, miles per gallon is. Mm -hmm. You may or may not decide you're going to buy a Kia or a Toyota based on that. But you like to know, right? What is the number one thing you see as just like, oh, I can't believe they did that? It's the cardboard sheathing that drives me crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. And that's just because it could mold and like, what's the biggest issue with cardboard sheathing? Well, several reasons. You know, even with the smallest amount of wind and uh, severe weather, those are the houses that do terrible. And, uh, you know, we had a we had a tornado touchdown in Austin not long ago. And it just ripped through a neighborhood and did tons of damage. And it shouldn't have done anything to those houses. Had they been built like I build houses, they would be totally fine. There wouldn't have been issues with them. It's so just, it makes it just safer. It's a, a, a lot safer. Building. So I didn't know this until this morning, but you built uh, our Lord and Savior, Joe Rogan's house. Or you, you were involved <laughs> in, in that. Is there any cool... Uh, tidbits you could say about obviously we don't want to say where he lives but yeah, everyone knows yeah. he, he moved to Austin he moves to Austin uh, I, I, so I didn't build for him I built for the or I rebuilt for the previous owner mm -hmm. and then they sold it to Joe it's a killer house man it's an absolutely killer house what's just a cool feature that that he has and he he so openly talks about how he has fuck you money and and does shit like that. So you're not like blowing up his spot by doing this. Yeah, he talks no, about he's got super supercars. He, he's got plenty of money yeah. for sure. Uh, you know, one of the cool features about that is it's been fun to see on his Instagram feed that he turned the guest house into his gym. Uh, and so it's really fun to see photos of him on Instagram and be like, oh, man, that, that still looks awesome. He did this really cool or for the previous owner, we did this really cool detached um, I don't know what you call it, granny flat or guest, mm -hmm. basically yeah. guest house. And I don't know if guest house is probably bigger than most people's regular houses. It's not that big, no, actually. It's probably uh, 800 square feet. Okay, not bad at it's all. It's pretty small. Yeah. I think it's his home gym now, though. Mm -hmm. And it's a super cool little space. It's really cool. That's really cool. But his master bedroom, master bath, uh, master closet area is spectacular. I'm sure that helps sell the house. Would you trade your house for his if you could? Because you're putting a lot of work into your house. You love your house. I don't think I could afford to live there, to be honest. I mean, the upkeep and the maintenance on his property uh, alone is is probably more than I spend on my taxes and my uh, <laughs> you know my monthly you costs. Got 100 <laughs> mil. Do you make more money from contracting or from your YouTube? More from YouTube. That's pretty cool. So yeah. it's almost like your other business is feeding the YouTube for now, sure. not the other way around. Yeah, we're it's not. Funny that big. how you originally built it though. Yeah, for the other way. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. At what point? Did it switch like that? When I started my website is really when things went awesome. 
No, so, no Build Show website. Yeah, uh, buildshownetwork.com Build Show yeah. uh, is my website. We're a YouTube competitor now, uh, and I actually have more watch time on oh, my so website. Oh, so on that website, the, you host them not through YouTube. Correct. Because it's a paid platform. Yeah, you that's right. Got it. I pay Verizon to host my videos. Uh, and what's cool about it is it's a whole – so like on YouTube, I have the Build Show on YouTube, which is just youtube.com backslash Matt Reisinger. So that's just the free stuff. If that's I join free. this stuff, I'd – have content forever to watch. Right. Exactly. Well, you could, everything I do is free. I don't charge any, there's no paywalls anywhere in anything I do. Oh, now you're on the Build Show Network. No. Okay, got it. Totally free. But we, uh, just like YouTube puts out a, you know, 30 second ad, let's say, uh, and they contract with McDonald's or Ford or Liquid Death to, uh, to do an ad before my videos. Mm -hmm. And they send me like two or three cents of the dollar they make on Mm -hmm. that. I have a 15-second ad in front of the videos that are on my website, and my videos are both hosted on YouTube and hosted there, but I've also got 12 other people shooting videos. Got it. Uh, contractors and tradesmen on BuildYourNetwork.com. But you see enough traffic on your website to make it worthwhile to host them yourself. We're over 2 million views a month now on my website. Wow. Uh, and is that just from people searching you on Google? How do they- That's like, a lot of it. Because for me, I'm already subscribed on YouTube, yep. so I, it doesn't make that much sense for me, but- People, it's just another way for people to find you, basically. Yes, but I've also got 12 people besides me shooting videos, and they're not on YouTube. They're only on my website. They're only on the website. Okay. So if you uh, watch me in a video with, with, let's say, this architect, Steve Basic, that I use a lot, Steve might be in a video with me on YouTube, and at the end of the video, I'll say, hey, guys, go Go watch Steve's other videos. He's publishing one new video a week on buildshownetwork.com. That's the only place you can now, watch you've that. obviously already thought about this, but from my perspective listening to this, it's like, why not put those all on YouTube and tap into that audience too and get the YouTube money even if it is less? Well, the deal is I have a I have a sales team that sells ads in front of those videos. And now I instead of YouTube paying me two, two cents, 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 I make, 90, I make 90 the other 98 cents as right. well. Uh, and we don't break into the videos with ads like YouTube does. Right. So it's all, it's better for the consumer. It's better well. for the consumer. I wrote down a lot of questions. Let's Man, you did. Look at you. Mm-hmm. I love Have it. Have you seen the movie Smart House on Disney? Channel? No, I haven't. Do you ever get hired to build houses for Playboy millionaires just to like cheat on their wives and stuff? Have you ever built just like a weird pet project where you're like, what are we doing here? No, I'm really thankful that I haven't because that okay. would be awkward. <laughs> that would be really awkward. And funny enough, like uh, here's a side story on that. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, I'm I'm a strong uh, believer in Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, and I have. So you would just not even do that. Then. I wouldn't do it. But what if you what if you're already hired? You're halfway through the build, and then you find out. Sometimes out of your control. That's true. That's yeah. true. I wouldn't. You know, I don't. I don't vet my clients based on their lifestyle or their ethics. I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But I did get an awkward question at the gym recently. I, okay. I do CrossFit. I just started CrossFit a couple of years ago. I'm not an athlete, uh, <laughs> but I'm uh, later in life. I was like, I shouldn't be as fat as I am. So I joined <laughs> I'm CrossFit. I'm feeling that. I'm starting to feel that right now. I know yeah. you go to the gym yeah. every day, I and I've wish. heard that your girlfriend tells you to go to the gym, which you that part's which, true, which you appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you obviously tell her to go to the gym too, right? She needs to. It's a requirement. <laughs> she's for, like, she's watching right now, I'm yeah. sure, right? Jesus wants people to have good bodies. He does. I'm sure It's that. your temple. Yeah. So a bunch of the guys at my gym know that I'm a believer in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I don't swear. You know, I, it's not like I wear it on my sleeve. But, you know, I, I don't talk necessarily in the same format as some of the guys at the gym do. Mm-hmm. And recently I had this awkward question. What happens if you have to build a sex room? Well, good question. Like, yeah, they have sex. some people are in a sex dungeons now. But... If you're married, isn't that fine to do? Yeah, 
Hundred yeah. percent. You're allowed to have sex dungeons if you love Jesus. Totally. Yeah. Hundred percent. I personally don't have one. Sure. But yeah. uh, there'd be no restriction for me having one. Good. I've been married twenty two years, by the way. I want one, but I don't want to do it now because I feel like if you have a sex dungeon, you can't really go past that. Mm, you're like, like, what's like, next? Yeah, what's Beyond next? That? So it's like, save that till where you're really bored. Yeah, you need a makes sex sense. Dungeon. That's what I say. Get a sex dungeon when you're a senior citizen. Man, that's really good advice. Thank you. I hope you guys are listening to this. <laughs> yeah. say, I mean, this is therapy right here. Mm-hmm. This is where you get the unlicensed therapy. Is there anyone that you know of who builds houses better than you, who you look up to? Because I look at you as like, that guy, If I wish he was in California and I had money because then I'd hire him to build a house. Is there anyone where you're like, no, if you have money, hire this guy. I could name a hundred people. There's some there's some phenomenal builders in America, and most of them don't have YouTube channels. Right. Most of them aren't on social media. And in fact, a lot of my clients uh, specifically say, please don't do anything on social media or videos at my house. I've built several houses that I can't showcase. But that's showcase. probably why they hire you as well. So they're like, we're hiring you because of it, but don't do it for ours. And also, I've lost jobs because of that, because I don't even get in the picture, because they're like, oh, dude, we're not going to build with that guy. He's going to put a bunch of but pictures in my house. But I bet you've gained more than you've lost. A hundred percent. Yeah. And but, I could, but to my point, I could name 10 builders in Austin that I would personally build my house with that are phenomenal builders. Good to know. Uh, and almost any city in America that I've visited and been there for videos, I found builders that I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy's incredible. Okay, so if, if I, I ever move to Bozeman, Montana, yeah. I'm hiring this guy. So I'm going to text you before I hire a contractor. Please do. You got and my number. You do remodels and stuff, too, right? I love remodeling. I That's what you did for your house. So, well, right? sort of. Mm-hmm. I started my house as a remodel. Do you know who uh, Matt Carricker is? Have you ever seen the, uh, the YouTube channel Demolition Ranch? Ten, I've heard of it. 10 but, million yeah, okay. subs on YouTube. He's killing it. And he's got an off the ranch channel. And he had this super popular video series called uh, I Bought an Abandoned Mansion. Oh, yes. I've seen this. Okay. Yes, so yeah. so this YouTuber who has a giant following buys this abandoned house that had been started construction. Really cool. And it was like a cheap mansion, right? It was kind of like built really badly. Yes. Goes to what you were saying. You'd rather have a small house that's built nice than a cheap mansion. hundred yeah. percent. Because there's cheap mansions being built mm-hmm. everywhere in America. The Mick, the Mick Mansion. I think my parents have one. They're yeah. terrible. Yeah. You don't want one. Trust I, me. But, you know, if I'm being honest, in Southern California... Where the weather is perfect. Yeah. I mean, there's. I might there's go for the cheap mansion <laughs> because it's like insulation doesn't matter that it much. It doesn't. Yeah. No, it total. I totally agree. As long as your health is is healthy and doesn't have active water leaks, you're fine. Right. You're totally fine. But so this guy oh, yeah. Matt builds this, rebuilds this mansion, and at the same time. I had bought this house across the street from my current house and was going to remodel it. And I was going to use it as a rental. Like, I didn't think I, I was going to move in. And so I'm I'm taking the house apart and I'm realizing, oh, my gosh, there was rats everywhere in this house. Like, I demoed the kitchen and then took the cabinets out and realized rats had chewed into and were living in this woman's dishwasher. She'd been my neighbor for 10 years, 12 years. I had no idea. She was living in absolute filth. And rats in the dishwasher dead rats in all the cabinets. Nasty. I go up in the attic and was and uh, was there with a buddy of mine and was like, hey, let's check out the ductwork and see. He's like, what? Oh my gosh. He takes off this section of duct and there's rat poop in all the ductwork. Like rats were running in her ducts while she so was living there. when you saw that, were you like, I'm going to pull everything into the studs or? 100%. Yeah. So then I ripped everything down to the studs 
And then my frame carpenter, this guy, Bill, who's been in a bunch of my videos, he's he's been a, a carpenter for his whole life. He gets there and he's like, Matt, are you freaking kidding me? We can't remodel this. This is a piece of crap. You got to tear this down and build a new house. So that's what I ended up doing? So that's what I ended up doing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I left the concrete slab. You know, the okay. base is still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's everything it. else is new. So not, not, not even studs. You reframed it. So did you redesign it or did you build it how it was? Uh, I, st I put a timeout on the permits and I changed it slightly because at that point I was like, well, I'm going to move in here if we're going to do this. So the house was going to be like 2,500 square feet. And I was like, I should make it a little bigger. Like I should add a separate bathroom for my daughter. She's not going to share the hall bath with my boys. Mm -hmm. So I added you like made two some modifications. I've added 200 square feet. Gotcha. And made a few mods. And when you realized, because originally when you bought it, you didn't know you were going to have to do all this. It sounds like. Mm -hmm. But although, shouldn't you have done an inspection to where you knew at least you were going to have to pull down to the studs? I should have done that, house? yes. As but a I, contractor, you, but I you, knew, would know, you should be the one to know. I should have known. That's yeah. exactly right. Well, there's two things. Number one, uh, this woman is very private. Uh, and didn't want me in the house. It was it was kind of like, hey, you buy it as is, where is, or we're not, or I'm not doing. So this you got deal. a little bit of a deal, but then when you find out you had to tear it down, you're probably like, I got ripped off. Well, the other, I didn't. Yes and no. I mean, look, she's a single mom. Uh, she was retirement age. I paid what market was for it, which mm -hmm. was fine. So she got a deal and I got a deal. Gotcha. But she also had a junkyard dog that I was incredibly scared of that looked like it was going <laughs> to rip me to shreds every time I came to the door. So you must have loved that location so, then if you're I like, did. I want it. It was literally yeah. across the street from my other house. Got it. I okay. mean, how Perfect much better location. of a location. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you – now, I don't want to get into, like, your money. That's pretty private. But, like – Ask from, me, dude. From, I'm, I'm an open book. Okay. From, you can ask me whatever you want. From this YouTube series of remodeling this house, did you – did that pay for the house? Oh, yeah. 100%. From just – I'm not talking, obviously, your whole YouTube channel. I mean, just that – just for that house. Well, it's kind of weird because I've blown up on my team that does videos. And a couple of years ago, I was like, look, this YouTube thing's awesome. But like, I think this could be a bigger deal. And at the same time, I was thinking, gosh, I'm getting older. Like, I'm turning 50 in two weeks. You like, great. I could, thank you. Uh, I could get hit by a bus. I could have a heart attack. I want to make sure this is like not just the Matt Reisinger show. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's when I started uh, going down the path of starting this website and bringing other people on for mm -hmm. it. So, you know, we've started our own version of YouTube, really. Right. And now I've got all these other people that I'm I'm still kind of the most watch time. Mm -hmm. But I got several people that are like doing pretty good, doing just a little under me. And at some point in the next five years, I'm hoping that some of them are bigger than me. And I'll be able to step back in the, Interesting. In the, in the kind of 10-year But time then you frame. won't be – you had all the fame and recognition. That's... I don't need the fame or recognition. <laughs> I just want to change how houses yeah. are built in America. Uh, and I've got a dozen other people now, and I think I've got room for two dozen to be able to take that same message. And what's cool is it's not about me. It's about building better houses, houses that are healthier, houses that are durable, houses that are going to hold their value. They're going to have less maintenance. They're going to be really comfortable. Mm -hmm. How awesome would it be if you build a house, Ari, when you uh, make it big on, uh, you know, in the comedy scene, mm -hmm. you're, you're the next Jerry Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. You kind of look like Jerry, frankly. Your <laughs> comedies, both Jews. You're both Jews. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jesus was a Jew. Mm -hmm. I love my Jew. I just finished reading the Torah, by the way. Damn, uh, that sounds boring. Start to but finish. It was awesome. Great. Okay, it's God's good. story, dude. It. It's amazing. Uh, I would want to read maybe a summarized version or someone who re rewrote it. To no, you should read the whole times. thing, dude. The original? The OG. Hard. I don't have that good of a vocabulary. That sounds... Well, what you need to do, though, is what I did, where you have someone at the end of that reading for the day tell you what you just read. 
Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's so, what I want. So yeah. it's it's another podcast that's called mm. The Bible Recap. And this lady, Tara Lee Cobble, will, will uh, tell you, okay, here's for the entire Torah, you know, mm -hmm. what we call the Old Testament mm -hmm. for the for the Does Christians. Does she do the New Testament too? I don't want to read both. She reads both. Okay. She, yeah. Well, she does both. So you mm -hmm. read Genesis 1 and 2, mm -hmm. and then she goes, all right, guys, here's what we just read, and here's how you can understand it. And here's this weird passage that talks about X, Y, and Z. Here's how you can understand I that. I think I'd skip to her summary and skip the part where I read it. I trust her. I, tr I don't need her. I don't need to verify what she's saying is true. I'll Come skip on to now. her summary. As it, that's better than most people. If that is better summary, than most people. That's, that's true. What were we talking about before? Oh, you built the the Bill Joe Network. So that's kind of taken over your life. Uh, it's been awesome. That's the future for It's you. been awesome, yeah. for sure. And, and I'm always going to be a contractor. I'm always going to have a few projects going on because I sure. love it. Yeah, I even if it's it. donation for the church or something like that. 100%. It's fantastic. What um, what technologies and houses are you most excited about for the future? Because I see you uh, going over these new products that kind of either aren't like, when you just talking did a video on European windows mm -hmm. that aren't really available here, but you yeah. love them so much that you bring them in. Yeah, yeah, and uh, a fresh air system from, from Switzerland that I love too that I'm putting in all my houses now. The Europeans are ahead of us because they've they've had a mentality of Quality. hey my grandparents my grand my grandchildren are going to live here mm -hmm. so I want to make sure I don't screw this up right. right so like when I visited Germany a couple years ago I went to the roofing supply house and there's not a single asphalt shingle to be found and when it comes to the gutter section all they have is copper and copper is what do we use tin well we use some or type of crappy thing. steel, basically, that's gonna that's going to uh, fall off the house in a mm -hmm. few years. In Europe, they're like, well, why would I put a roof on that's not going to last a hundred years? Right. Like, I would never put a roof on that I'm gonna have to replace in twenty years. Mm -hmm. In America, we're like, what's the cheapest option I can For put now. on because I might have to move in a year? Right. This is something I'm selling in ten years. When right. it goes up, or five years, or yeah, two right. years, or I might get transferred to Chicago in six. So months. you're you're taking a lot of their stuff because you know it's better, mm -hmm. and you're probably paying a big premium for it because you have to import it sometimes not yeah. always okay so what of those things are you most excited about that you're like this is the future of housing this is going to be on every house one day i think if i could boil it down i would say build tight ventilate right you know we've got the technology to build submarines and space shuttles and we can apply that same technology to houses and mm -hmm. yet we don't and so all we need to do is build tighter houses but make sure that we ventilate them correctly if we do that, we can have more comfortable houses, we can have more durable houses, and we can have houses that have better health for the occupants. Now, let's say hypothetically speaking, you built really tight, but it didn't ventilate really properly. What would happen then? Problems happen. Moisture can build up in that house. Mm. Uh, we can activate mold growth. We can activate microbial growth. Lots of problems so That's the one advantage to not building tight. Correct. You don't need a ventilate as well. well. You don't need a big ventilation yes machine. Yes no. The problem, though, is most people uh, have allergies, have childhood asthma going on in their household, and they don't know where that comes from. If you believe from. in those things. If you believe in those. Yeah. You, you're, you're not a I don't uh, believe asthma. in asthma or allergies. There's no, okay, yeah, good. Fight through it. Be a man. Good to know. Good yeah, to know. Yeah. So no allergy pills for you whatsoever? No. Of course, you're in California. I sneeze <laughs> and let it sneeze. Let it ride. I ride it out. <laughs> Okay, I'm not sure what to say about that. <laughs> no, no, you totally you. stumped the I chump recognize, on this one. No, I do recognize some people have allergies and asthma, very few. But I think all I'm saying is there's a lot of people who are like, I have asthma. And you're like, no, you don't. Go well, run a mile. Of course, you are well well known as Superman. Like, you've you've never yeah. broken a bone in your whole body, right? No. 
No, no, I, I mean, yeah, okay. You're pretty I know you're incredible, Ari. <laughs> I mean, you, there are yeah. not many people that have the physique. Yeah, people that you haven't do. caught up yet. They don't. They think I'm lying about this stuff. Mm-hmm, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm su- a little bit superhuman. You really are. It's pretty Thank incredible. You for, Thank you. For and, and meeting you in that. person, I got to say that that aura <laughs> yeah, is intact for me. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm really actually, true. I'm surprised you were willing to do my podcast now, knowing you're like a man of God and you're this good family man. You must have looked at you like, should I do this? No, yeah. no, no, no. Not at all. Not okay, at all. I was like, he must be a Jew. We're we're absolutely <laughs> kindred spirits. Okay, good, good. Especially after finishing the Torah too because I could... Oh, know, yeah, now you feel even closer to I the I do Jews. feel closer. Yeah. For sure. Well, uh, you're more Jewish than I am, it sounds like. You've I mean, I, I, don't I don't think anything. so. I'm pretty sure my, my <laughs> Romanian heritage is not uh, any... I don't have any Jewish blood in me whatsoever. Yeah, However, oh, no, blood-wise, the not. Goyim have been adopted into God's family, if you read the Bible, uh, right. through Jesus. Because prior to Jesus, there was no adoption into the uh, into the family, right? So it's a pretty big deal. Wait, you're That's saying why prior the Goyim love Jesus. Prior to Jesus, Jews didn't allow outsiders in the family. And you're right. saying because, yeah, Jesus kind of spread the message, welcome everyone. Exactly. Everyone. Yes. That's right. I, I don't know much, but I know but you the know basics. That. I know the basics. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Do you see housing material going back down? Because didn't it, it went up a lot during COVID, right? How much it has. Was, how much has it gone up? It went up ridiculously, but it's gone back down. And I suspect that we're going to see okay. some reversal in, in some commodity prices. Mm-hmm. Lumber is a great one. You know, when has lumber gone down? Lumber has gone down, and I suspect that we're going to see more lumber drops. Uh, we're going to see less big production builder starts, uh, and I think that's going to roll back some of the commodities. Not all of them, but some of them. Like when COVID hit, a bunch of manufacturers were still in that kind of 08 to 2011 mindset, like, oh my gosh, I better lay people off and shut these plants down. Mm-hmm. And so they did that. They stopped making uh, plywood products and a bunch of products. And all of a sudden, the market didn't go down. It went the opposite way. People were like, oh, I got money. I'm going to spend it. So the people who didn't who didn't lay people off and shut down their company probably exceeded, excelled and oh, really well. Record profits for some of those companies. Yeah. But the problem is a bunch of them, a bunch of mills shut down, a bunch of people got laid off. And you don't just like all of a sudden go back to work and start at full capacity the next day. Right. So it took months and months for them to get back online. Meanwhile, uh, you know, triple or double uh, the amount of uh, demand for those products. So all of a sudden, there's just scarce resources. And mm-hmm. when there's scarce resources, prices go, go crazy. Yeah. It's a commodity. And, it, and then so now as things are catching up, getting back to normal, now is when the housing market is actually dipping a little bit. Correct. So they kind of screwed themselves maybe a little bit. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? But that's just life. The, the, every 10, 15 years, things go things fluctuate. Go things fluctuate. And, and I don't think you can time. I'm not a big believer in timing markets. Like, I, I have stocks that I've had for 20 years in my 401k, and they've gone up and down. I just leave them in there. Yeah, I'm not going to try and time the market. You're not supposed to. It's an investment. It's not supposed to be the money you rely on. So let it do its thing. And real estate is the same way. Buy a house when you're ready to buy a house. If you are married and your your wife is pregnant, buy a house. Right. I mean, you need the space. Just do it. Who cares what the market's doing? But I would suggest buying the house that you plan on living in for some period of time. Because if you buy a house knowing you're going to move in two years, you may be wrong. You may time it wrong. But if, like I did, I lived in my house for 15 years before I mm-hmm. sold it and moved across the street. I did great on that house. Yeah, made money Because the market went good. way down and then the market went way up. I'm. It's... I'm getting tired of just paying some random guy money to live in his house. I want my own house. Yeah, you need one. But we're gonna build you one, all right? Yeah, yeah. I was looking at Austin. Austin's 
literally over half the price of here. Is that right? Like you can get, I mean, tell you know the market better than it's me, true. but in Austin, it looks like you get a decent house for around half a million. Oh my gosh, it's you can like, get a great house for that. Yeah, that's kind of, but that's about the starting point, right? Mm -hmm. Like 300 is the cheapest, but that's yeah. kind of, you wouldn't want that. Yep. Around half a million is where it starts here. Really, you need to spend over a million to get any oh my gosh, sort of normal house. Really? So, yeah. Because, uh, yeah, in LA, half a million dollars maybe will get you a studio, a con like a, a one bedroom <laughs> condo, maybe. <laughs> And even then, it'll be cheap and shitty. Well, we can give you a quarter-acre lot with a, with a yeah. uh, decent-sized house in yeah, Texas for that. Yeah, there's ponds in the backyard. They got all sorts of cool stuff. That's, I mean, that's a reason why Texas has still grown and is still exploding because there's tons of land. Yeah, exactly. That's it. California sucks. I mean, it's good, but the weather is great, but that's about it. I love California because you guys moved to Texas and build houses with me, so I'm a huge <laughs> yeah, California yeah. fan. Yeah, you look kind of love California. <laughs> See. We've uh, had a pretty big California influx into Texas over the last two or three yeah, years. It's COVID, been awesome. One of the biggest booms. How would you compare construction California to Texas? Is there any difference? Yeah. I mean, I would say in general, I, I do feel like California is about a decade behind construction in other places. And part of it is, like you said earlier, the weather in California here is just not that extreme, right? It also seems like the type of place where everything, at least LA, things are done the cheapest they possibly can mm -hmm. because that, that's all people care about is like, I'm leaving in five years, whatever, I'm going to build this. And that's the same everywhere though, right? If you go to the suburbs of Texas, you could buy a super cheaply built, not very good house. I think I the same is true everywhere. Mesquite. Me and my brothers bought a house in, right outside of Dallas in Mesquite, Texas. Do you really? It was, yeah. It was, uh, we bought it a couple years before COVID, so we're up on it. And uh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I've visited once, so I have nothing. Is it a rental house it. or yeah, what is it? Rental. We rented okay. it. Okay, yeah. good for you. Thank so you. you own Texas property. I own a third of a house in Texas, and I built a my construction background uh, during the quarantine. I built a camper van. Did you really? Yeah, built you a built camper, out a camper van. Built out a camper. It took me Come two years. On. I did a part time. Took me two years to finish. Still not really finished, but almost done. That's like impressive. 95% finished. Used I uh, insulated it. Used insulate. Which I don't think yeah, they yeah. use in houses. Yeah, I know what that is for sure. Um, it's I think I don't even know what it is. It's like a clothing uh, insulation, but it's different because Thinsulate is one of those ones where because I was doing a lot of insulation research and apparently most van people don't use house insulation mm -hmm. because it's toxic or something or hmm. it has toxic chemicals that I don't I don't really know. It could be a bunch of bullshit. Probably but, is. Yeah, but the two best insulations for vans from the research I've done from all the YouTube van videos is Thinsulate, which uh, is water. The nice thing about Thinsulate is that you can get it wet and while no mold grows. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then um, the sheep's wool. I've seen the wool insulation. Yeah. Those are pretty sick. Do they ever do that in houses? Uh, I do have a, uh, I have a manufacturer that makes a, uh, a wool insulation that's been trying to get me to use it in a house. And they sent me a sample of it, like a, like a big, I was like, oh, I gotta yeah, see Yeah, it's like this. a big fluffy pad. They sent me a big fluffy bat and the uh -huh. UPS guy dropped it off. I was like, what the heck is this? Open up the box. It was like a huge, uh, Apparently bundle of insulation. Uh, no mold or hard to mold, mm -hmm. a fire resistant, mite resistant. Seems good. But I was then impressed. I was, I was watching a Rockwell video, and I was like, that seems to have everything as well. 
Rockwool is pretty incredible, and it's probably uh, you know a third less costly than sheep's wool. So <laughs> yeah. if if you're building a house, Ari, and you have plenty of money, I would definitely do the sheep's wool. If if you're like money's no object, I want the healthiest option. And then you're even well. And then the Rockwool factory also appeared to be pretty green. It really is. But then I oh, guess you watched wool. my Rockwool uh, factory tour. Well, well oh, done, dude, sir. I watched most of. I'm not going to say I watched all of them, <laughs> but I've watched. I've watched you for hours. Big fan. I've, I've yeah. put a lot of Rockwool, and it's a great product and also it's like i like paying attention to your videos but i also like your videos on in the background like it's good background videos fantastic i love just it kind of like i don't know it's, you feel manlier watching my videos i feel so much manlier watching your videos that's a, that's one of the big if you f- are feeling like a little bitch have you found that your videos. testosterone levels go up after watching Definitely. my videos in the background 10 percent they've gone up well 10 percent. we need to write that down i need mm-hmm. to make sure that my team puts that in our next media brochure do your kids and family think what you do is cool, or are they like, ah, oh, dad's such a nerd. Look at him nerding out about houses. Like, cause, cause I feel like every kid thinks their parents are lame, but what you do is so cool. What are your What do your kids think it's about it? Both. They think the YouTube thing is cool. Okay. So I just got my gold play button, and my kids were thrilled about that. Yeah, because they yet, see their favorite YouTubers with those things. Yeah. Exactly. Because my kids don't watch any TV. They don't watch. They if Tom if Tom Cruise walked in the house, they'd be like, "Who the heck's this guy?" <laughs> they would have no idea. That's they don't wild. know anybody in That's the movies. So wild. They don't know Scientologists. They've, they've never watched Netflix. <laughs> That's, yeah. right. That's right. I'd love to meet him so that I can tell <laughs> I him about Jesus. About him. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he wants to hear that. No. Well, <laughs> no, t- no, when no. you see him next, tell him to come on over. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll be glad to He's give him a tour. He's probably heard about Jesus. I'm sure he's familiar with Jesus. I bet he's a Build Show fan, don't you think? Because he needs a, a testosterone boost. I, You know, it is. I know you said it as a joke, but there's probably some major celebrities that watch the Build Show and you don't even know about it. You think it. so? Definitely. It's a huge channel. That's hilarious. It's really good. There's probably, you'd probably meet someone there like a big fan of yours and you're like, what? What? Denzel Washington? You're a big fan of mine? Jerry Seinfeld's yeah, watching yeah, the Build totally. Show? Maybe Joe Rogan. Maybe you never know. You never know. So they think it's cool. The YouTube part, at least, they think it's cool. And that's the only part that here. Nine thirty, the latest. Now we're fine. Okay. Would um would you travel for the right house job? Like you mostly work in Austin. Let's say I was building a house in California. What would it take to get you to come out to LA for six months to work on my house? You'd have to come with giant buckets of money that were that were literally overflowing. Mm -hmm. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's probably better where you're just like, here's a guy in LA. He's great. Exactly. Now I know lots of good California builders. I would refer you on. I I wouldn't do it. Do you uh, try to go green. I mean, I know the Rockwell video, they're pretty green. Is that something you're conscious of? I know technology is important and it's kind of, it is going green a little bit when you make your house energy efficient. That is yeah. going green solar and all that stuff. But are there materials where you're like, I don't want to use that. That's toxic, things like that. Or, or that's not as much your concern. No, I definitely, I think indoor health is, uh, is a huge concern. And so I think about it a lot, but I don't use the term green much anymore. Or I'm talking, I'm not talking about indoor health. I'm talking about environmental health. Yes and no. I always feel like if you do the right thing for you and your family, you're probably doing the right thing for the environment Mm -hmm. at the same time, with a few exceptions. Right. Uh, You know, I don't drive an electric truck because they don't don't make one that works for my lifestyle and my family. Maybe a Cybertruck when it comes out. Elon Musk is an Austin boy now. Made in Austin, Texas, or soon to be made in Austin, Texas. Mm -hmm. I think they're amazing. But we're way behind in the infrastructure that we need to actually make that a legitimate truck that I could use for more than just... 60% 60% of my life. Mm-hmm. If I want to get to the full 100% of my life where, uh, you know, I'm pulling my RV, I'm going on road trips, mm-hmm. we need way more infrastructure than we have today. It's getting there. It's getting, it's there. getting there. It'll be there, I think. But I, we, we got to yeah. invest big time if we're going to make that happen. I think it's happening. The test, I, 
I have a regular hybrid. Uh, I have the Ford Maverick. It's like oh, a yeah. hybrid little truck. Yeah, yeah. But uh, my girlfriend just got a Model 3 Tesla. And it's annoying because, you know, instead of stopping for gas, you got to stop at a supercharger and wait 20 yep. minutes. But it is, uh, it's do we drove to Vegas. We drove to Phoenix in it. It's like. You, you drove can, to Vegas in it. That's impressive. Yeah, you can get pretty. I think you get across the whole country. There's enough chargers. So wow. it's, it's getting. You may be surprised. You might be. Maybe Elon I'm, Musk might be a fan of yours. He might throw you a Cybertruck and you might change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We actually have a uh, electric Silverado on order. I'm on the, uh, I spent the hundred bucks to get on the pre-order Guys, list. You're, you're going to give it a shot. Uh, we have eight or nine trucks in my company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like at least one or two electric would be awesome because mm-hmm. it's a perfect go-getter truck. Like right. I, have, I have a job that's kind of an out-of-town job. It's 45 minutes from my office. And I have a big diesel. You know, I have four kids. I pull an RV. Right. I have a big diesel. I'd love to just leave my diesel parked at the office, grab the office electric truck, and that, that package that I need to deliver to the job site, drive it the 45 for minutes free. and back yeah. for free, plug mm-hmm. it back in, and the next person who needs to go out there takes the electric truck. You were saying earlier that you do high-end jobs mostly, mm-hmm. and it makes sense because you do high-end building techniques. What if someone wanted to hire you to do a low-end job, maybe a bunch of them, would you Would you still take on that kind I of totally work? would. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I totally would. But you'd probably do it kind of like the guy who's doing it 45 minutes out, where you're doing low-end but try and make it nicer than I, the normal low-end. I would, and I've done actually several what I would call modest uh, price point houses. Like I did a house a couple years ago that was a $350,000 house, uh, which I would consider a, a lower price point. Most of my houses are in the one to kind of three million range. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty pricey. So this was a 350K budget. It was only a 1500 square foot house. We did it really, really interesting and really cool. Uh, and the price per square foot was way up there because it was a tiny house, mm-hmm. right? It was like 300 and some dollars a square foot, mm-hmm. but yet it was a pretty nice. modest budget. Uh, and I love those kind of projects. I would love to do more of those. Is there something that you would tell the average person to change in their house that maybe they could do themselves? Yeah, I mean, I did a video a couple years ago of what would I do for $500, dollars $3,000 or somewhere in that neighborhood. Like if you were going to spend a couple hundred bucks, a couple thousand bucks or 10000 bucks, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And I would tell you that there's three or four things. The first thing I would do is is upgrade the filtration on your HVAC system. You probably have a really crappy filter. So that's just to make the air quality better in the house. For sure. So for about 500 bucks, you could put, let's say, an April air pleated media filter in. And you think it's that important to have good quality air in the house? 100%. I mean, so- you're, 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 you only have one place you breathe in through your nose, right? Your nose hair... Uh, get your boogers uh, every day, and it's it's pre-filtering your air before it goes in your lungs. And you're not the type that's like a worry word, always going to the doctor. No, a George Costanza. You're. I'm definitely not a Costanza okay. type. No, uh, I'm the. I'm more like you. I'm semi indestructible. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but I've got a daughter that has a, that has asthma, and she mm-hmm. grew up in a room that had carpet. Uh, in my old house, and I do wonder, like, gosh, if I would have made some changes at that house earlier, uh, better filtration, removing carpet from her bedroom, I wonder if she might not have had that issue as a young kid because I put her in a super dusty uh, right. you didn't know. environment. I yeah. didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Had I done a few things differently in that house and spent a few thousand bucks, I, I wonder if maybe her childhood asthma, uh, allergy issues, if those would have gone away. Mm-hmm. 
And those were strictly by putting her into an environment that wasn't so that good. So good quality air, air filter for the house. I mean, we're but. fish swimming in a fishbowl. Mm-hmm. And and how much uh, junk does it take to you to put into your fishbowl before all of a sudden you're like, oh, that poor fish is swimming right. around in all that garbage. Mm-hmm. That's us. This air Especially is, in L.A. This air that we're breathing in this room right now is your fishbowl. Mm-hmm. And so if you just took a little bit of time to filter that fishbowl water – uh, you could make a huge difference in the life of that fish. Good. Same yeah. with us. Okay. That's a good tip then. Everyone get a nice air filter. Do you ever, I know you do um, homes. Do you ever do commercial builds? No, I've only done one. I did a uh, a video studio one time. That was my only commercial build. That was really fun. And is, uh, so it was we'll fun. Build, so you so would we'll do build more your podcast them. studio when oh, you come perfect. to Austin. Yeah, one day. I mean, we'll make this like Amazing! Mm-hmm. It'll have amazing indoor air like quality. It. It'll be really well built. It'll be quiet. It'll be super quiet. Insulated. You won't hear anything. Yeah. So okay. So you're open to doing more commercial stuff right now. You mainly get hired for. Hours. I only do residential pretty much. But you would do commercial. I might no. for the right project. For the right thing. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, would you ever do a TV show? Because to me, you probably get more viewers than any. I've never heard of any building TV show. I know there exist. I don't like. I don't like TV shows. No? I mean, I grew up watching This Old House. You've ever mm-hmm. seen that show before? Uh, it's an old PBS show that started in the 80s. They're now on like, you know, 30 or 40 years. Uh, that's where Bob Vila got his start, if you remember the name Bob Vila. Amazing show because it actually showcased real builders. But I'm an anti-HGTV guy. Like, every contractor I know absolutely hates the reality type <laughs> you can TV make it shows. cool. I don't think you could, man, because they're always looking for drama, right? And they're looking for cheap. Got it. So I mean, no, no offense to, to my friends Chip and Joanna who live up in Waco, but every time a contractor, Waco, I just listen to a podcast on the the Waco, uh, the cult that was there. Oh, it's crazy yeah. up there. The oh, the Koresh cult, the Koresh cult. Yeah, 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 yeah that's for sure. Interesting story. That's how that's yeah. how uh, that's how people of my generation think of Waco. But people of your generation think of Waco because of the silos, which is the Chip and Joanna like theme park pretty much that's we'll moved in there. That out. I mean, they have an incredible empire. They they seem like they're great people. But contractors hate their show because they're like, oh, we did this for, you know, $2,500. You know, you're yeah. like, what? I can't even show up for $2,500. <laughs> yeah. yeah, My yeah. plumber won't even come to the job uh-huh. for $2,500. And then you get calls and they're like, you're a ripoff. And you're like, I'm not a ripoff. Quit watching that TV show. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. So, and you probably make more from your YouTube than you would on the TV show. Totally. Yeah. And, it's and I get how. to, the big thing though, is I get to control it. Like I have a buddy, Brent Hall, that had a Discovery Channel show called Lone Star Rising. He did one season with Lone Star Rising on Discovery and he, they made him do a bunch of weird projects he didn't want to do. Like he's a, he's a builder remodeler and he's really big into uh, these old, beautiful craftsmen projects they made him restore a train and restore a boat and, <laughs> and he's, he's like, just like oh, i signed up for the tv show okay i gotta he, do this he had to do it and they paid him seven thousand dollars an episode so he made like you know forty or fifty thousand bucks it took him a whole year to film he had no edit rights so when he watched when he watched the 30 minute show he's he like what it. that was terrible yeah. <laughs> and they wanted every yeah, show to have suck. some drama like the homeowner needs to be pissed in this scene so what can we? What kind of drama can we inject? No, that's not how it should be. You right. should enjoy Let's the see process. Let's see how it is. Oh, I would love to see you make a, a train or a boat. Or no, a I'm not doing it. Come on, no dice. so cool. Sorry, all right. What your family could use it. You could build the <laughs> coolest RV ever, and you could take your family on family trips. I would, I, love. I would like to do an RV. That, that is one thing. Like okay. I'm jealous that you did a van. I would conversion. love to see you like this master house builder, like 
put that twist in the RV. Cause I would like that. No, I haven't really seen that be done. I've seen uh, craftsmen, woodworkers do uh, it, but not like house building. Is so, there anything you nerd out on? Because I nerd out on van videos, house building. I learned learned out on reptiles, technology. What do you nerd out on on YouTube? Gosh, um, camera gear and okay, yeah, anything with you there. technology kind of in general. I really, mm-hmm. I mean, the Marquise Brownlee, the iJustine, oh, yeah. all oh, those channels. Yeah. I watch pretty much everything they publish. Oh, cool. Because uh, I'm a big tech nerd. Yeah. Uh, I always like to know, should I get the new Apple Watch? Should I get the new camera? Should I get this new Sony? What about Panasonic? Mm-hmm. Is the Micro Four Thirds? Should I check yeah. out these Micro Four Thirds? Uh, I have a little Fuji uh, old school looking uh, mm-hmm. uh, 100F camera that's a rangefinder style digital camera. I love that camera. And I realized that I needed it by watching a YouTube video. Very cool. Okay. <laughs> so you, you, you nerd out on stuff. Oh, yeah. And it may be influenced for your videos too. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Worst job house, uh, worst house job ever. Like maybe because, you know, you're a nice guy, you do it right. But some customers are just horrible. And I've, I have experience from the podcast rental business. I try to do everything right. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. I'm not crooked. I'm not stealing people's money. But every once in a while, you have this customer like, you're a ripoff. You're stealing from me. Yeah. This is how you do it. I've had what's, a couple over the years. Yeah. What's Do you have a, a so, one in mind? Uh, I have several in mind, and I'm hesitant <laughs> to tell many stories about them. But I can <laughs> you, tell you what I've done. You don't need done. to say names. No, we definitely yeah. won't say any names. I've had one or two people that are very unsatisfiable clients. But the hardest jobs for me over the years have been the person who comes in and says something like, I can't spend a dime over X, and I just need you to remodel the kitchen in this other area. And I had a, a project that I'm thinking of in particular that was just like that. And they're like, I can't spend a dime over a million dollars. And I told them from the start, look, you really need to spend like $2 million on this house to do it right and to, and to do what you want. They're like, no, 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 just tell me what I can do for that. Okay, great. Well, we can do this, this, and this. Their kitchen, master bath, blah, blah, blah. This, this is how we'll spend your million dollars. Okay, great, do it. And then we start, and like day two, they're like, well, actually, you're right. We need to remodel that too. Add that to the budget. Add that to the budget. No, we need to do that too. And we ended up with a several million dollar project, but the entire process, they were pissed at me. Like, I told you at the beginning, we can only spend a million bucks. I can't believe we're at two million. And they forget 100% that you tell them, look, this shouldn't be done for that. Like it's really And also I didn't do really that without your this. permission. It's not like I'm like surprised it's actually two million after it's done. I exactly. Got, yeah, you got exactly. The- but those are hard jobs when you just keep adding and adding because no matter how well you estimate, you're gonna be wrong on the estimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they always go back to what I told you to begin with, which is I can't spend a dime over X. Uh, and so what I've done as a company is uh, we've tried to really vet those clients uh, early and honestly don't tell anybody this, but I use a really onerous contract that's literally one-sided because I want to know what a pain in the butt you're going to be by reading my contract. And if you're really like, no, I got to change, my attorney tells me I need you to change these 30 things on your contract, boom, that's my first red flag to go, you're going to be really difficult to work with. Interesting. So you want someone who's just like, yep. I mean, in some I mean, I trust you, but I could see... I'm fine with you saying those things, yeah. but if you won't listen to my, well, here's the reason why this, this, and mm-hmm. this is in here, Gotcha. then you're probably not going to be a reasonable person to work with. Mm-hmm. And I can think of at least two times when someone did that and they came and just bled all over my contract. They didn't hire me. And then I heard later, 
they were a terrible client and they right. fired or sued that builder. I was like, oh, thank God I didn't do that job. I'm so thankful. It was so cool. I really wanted to do it, mm -hmm. but I didn't do it because they dropped out in my kind of vetting process. And I heard later they were horrible. Have you ever had someone that was so horrible that you're like, you know what? I'm going to pass this job on to another a, company. A couple of times, but yeah. it's usually in the early process. Mm -hmm. And I don't pass it on to, I wouldn't pass it on to other contractors. I would just say, gosh, guys, I'm really sorry. It's not you, it's me. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I took too much on. I Here's can't your money do back. Can't yeah. do it. We've done that a couple of times. And it's usually in the pre-construction process. Yeah. But I'm different than most contractors because we actually get paid for our pre-construction. So early on, like if you came to me, Ari, and were like, hey, I want to build a house, uh, I would give you a high-level estimate because I want to make sure that you understand what it's going to cost to build what mm -hmm. you're wanting. A lot of people are like, I use the shopping cart analogy a lot. Like if you go to the shopping, if you go to the uh, grocery store and you put nothing but T-bone steaks in your cart, it's going to be really expensive. If there's no vegetables or, or rice in that cart, right? So I get a lot of people that are like, I need this T-bone steak and I need this and I need this. And they're like, what? That's $500 to the grocery yeah. store? You're crazy. That's That shopping cart shouldn't be more than $200. Well, I'm sorry, you know, I'm that's what it's gonna it's gonna be five hundred dollars yeah. to to check out here at Kroger's. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> Great. They go away, I go away, no mm -hmm. problem. If they're like, okay, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's I understand that's more than I want. I only wanted to spend two hundred dollars on this grocery cart, but if you're telling me it's gonna be five hundred, okay, I get it. Great. Let's move on. Uh, I'm gonna be your contractor, I'm gonna charge you hourly to estimate, and I need this deposit to do that, and then as your architect goes down the process of designing that, I'm going to bounce back and forth with you so I can give you an estimate of what that costs. Oh, you added a pool. You added a media room. Now it's a four-car garage instead of a two-car. Here's what that's going to cost. You know, mm -hmm. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page so when the bids get back... They're not shocked. You're not like, what? I told you I couldn't right. spend over a million dollars and this is two. You're crazy. Wow. Are you trying to gouge me? Half of your job's customer service, it sounds like. 100%. Did you have any cool jobs before you worked in this business? What was your uh, first job growing up? My first job when I was 16 was Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Wow. I was a Chuck E. Cheese horrible. Employee. Actually, I liked you like it. it. Did you get free pizza? Free pizza, and we made our own pizza at night. I don't nice. know that. I'm not sure that was legal, actually. I'm not sure the boss I knew that I was anyone. making pizza. Yeah. I made my own calzones there, which was not even on the Chuck menu. Chuck E. Cheese calzone. I want Chuck that. Cheese. That'd, I start, be, that'd be blow up on TikTok. But here's, here's the deal. I started when I was 16 as the dishwasher and worked my way up to game room attendant. That's the Damn. that's the rise. So you've always been a hustler. Yeah. I've been a hustler. Yeah, you've always moved and up. And you know, gamer attendant is the top of the food chain. Yeah, they probably Chuck make a dollar fifty more than the dishwasher. I think it was actually the same pay, but <laughs> the prestige of yeah. having the keys and like yeah, you don't have to clean dishes anymore. No more dishes. The job's better. I know. That's I did happening. every job at Chuck E. Cheese except for checkout. That was the only job I never did there. You lucked out. I was. I was okay. pretty legit. I was, I was. I mean, I was on the would corporate you, chain. Would you send your kids to a Chuck E. Cheese now? Hundred percent. See, to me, that, like, talk about dirty air. Chuck E. Cheese has seemed oh. dirty. Those ball pits? No, yeah. thank you. But if you need your immune system to get a good, like, shot to the arm to make sure <laughs> yeah, that you go don't to Chuck get e. Cheese. COVID or whatever. Or you try to get your sickness out of the way. Like, I need yes. to get a cold so I don't get a cold. You should go now. to Chuck E. Yeah, Cheese. go hang out at Chuck E. Cheese. The ball pit. What about um, pre-built homes, trailer homes? I, I went to this trailer park in Malibu that has an ocean view. I think each home was like over a million dollars for a trailer home, but it was nice. And inside it was like, this feels like a house. I could easily live here. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on that? Do Some you, of those are really yeah. well built. And a quick plug for my trailer manufacturer, Lance Camper, which is a California brand. They're made down in uh, Santa Monica. 
and they make a killer RV, dude. That's what I ended up buying. Was oh, a that's Lance. why you're not going to buy an RV. You got yeah, you got you got I a Lance. Have, I have a Lance, which is made in California yeah, you by can't California. Beat a Lance. It's a really good camper. Shout out to Lance. Send me one, please. Yeah, they're awesome. You should <laughs> definitely send Ari one. They're amazing. Ari, get the uh, 2445 model. That's my favorite model. From that's Lance. it. I that's what I drive. I yeah, that sounds pretty nice. And then I'll have to get a new electric truck to tow it. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Although your Elon. mileage is going to drop like a stone yeah. with that electric truck mm-hmm. pulling your 6,000-pound camper. What's the biggest job you've ever done? How expensive was a house? Have you ever done any like mega mansions type stuff? Or yeah. I guess it could have been Joe Rogan's. Just shy of 10 million <laughs> is the biggest I've done to this to this point. And That's I, a lot. I don't want to do any more I thought it'd be that. more. How no. come? Just too, uh, too much? Yeah, and honestly, I'm I'm not interested in being a celebrity builder or like building for an Elon Musk style person. Uh, I have a guy who was one of my rising stars uh, who was amazing and left me to go with this other builder that's a nationwide builder that builds for the, you know, the billionaire type. It's a crazy hard job. Because you're never dealing with the owner. You know, I don't get to sit down with you, Ari, who's building mm-hmm. this house. Right, because I have they're to sit so down rich, with your people. Assistant. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I, I don't want to build that. for those people. Like, no thanks. <laughs> have you like, ever... if you get mad at me because I did X, Y, and Z, great, we can have a conversation. You hold the purse mm-hmm. string. I can take it. I'm a big boy. But if your person gets mad at me, I'm like, are you freaking are you? kidding me? Yeah. Like, let me talk on, to your, dude. Let me talk, let to, me your talk to your boss. Yeah. Put your boss in the room to yell at me. Don't yell at me on his mm-hmm. behalf or her behalf. Yeah. Or you get an email and you can't even talk to them. You just get an angry email from them. Angry emails annoying. are the worst, especially on Sundays because they ruin the rest of your weekend. So be mad at me in person. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> not, on, not on the Lord's Don't day. text not on me. The day of rest. Well, really any day. <laughs> but yeah, that too. <laughs> but not on Sundays. Uh, have you ever caught a construction worker doing anything weird, maybe stealing materials, um, hooking up with someone on the job site? What's like? Uh, I, I uh, This is a long is time ago. Is construction worker the right term for someone yeah. who works on house? Yeah, okay. yeah, construction so worker. Sure that's I sh- I, I, uh, early in my career, I found a guy dumping a dead deer carcass in my dumpster. Uh, and and uh, in hindsight, and did he work on the job or was it just a random person? It was a random person. Okay, that's a l- not better, a, but maybe after better. hours on my job site right. with with a plastic bag that I could see blood on. And in hindsight, I'm kind of like, you just oh. happen to be there still. I happen to be there yeah. still, and I like stop my truck and I'm like, what is what is the deal with this plastic bag with blood in it? Like a body. You thought seeming. it was a human body for a second. Well, yeah. I didn't know, yeah. right? And at the time I wasn't a hunter. I am now, so I didn't get it. But uh I stopped and in hindsight I'm like, what if that was a body? What if this was a Sierra killer and what if he had a gun? But right. at the time, you know, I'm like 20. He did have a gun probably. I'm sure yeah. he did. Yeah. He had to shot have. the deer. So I'm like, what are you doing? Get that out of there. And I like start writing down his license number and my day timer. This tells you how long ago it was my day timer. Uh, And he's like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I'm telling you, dude, I'm I'm going back to my trailer to call the police. There's no cell phones back then. Yeah. Any second now, you pull that deer out right now. (laughs) Get rid of the dead deer. (laughs) Put it back in your pickup truck. I thought of a product that I'd like to create with you and sell in all your houses. Do you get this a lot? Oh, I like it. You no. get this a lot? Okay. No, I don't. All right, let's hear it. Okay. This so sounds great. This is something that every nice home is going to want. Okay. So every, what's something that has changed in the last decade? Everyone orders from Amazon, whether it's your groceries. Totally. Your boxes. I get boxes shipped to my house every other day. I have Literally a, I come home day. to a box. And, you know, most places are pretty safe. I haven't had a huge problem with theft, but it does happen. It happens it's a growing. lot. It's going, I want to see built-in 
containers that look nice, aesthetically pleasing in every house that you put the package in for the delivery driver to automatically locks behind them. It's called your garage door. But you don't have a garage door right now, do you? I don't have a garage door, so it needs it. And what if? how does the delivery driver open and close the garage door? So I have a LiftMaster garage door opener uh-huh. that's uh, Amazon key enabled. And so when the Amazon it, driver comes, he's got his, you know, Amazon phone. What if you he don't press a button? Some people don't want the driver to go in their garage. I yeah. keep personal stuff in my garage. That's true. That is a good I point. just want a box for them to put it in. They don't I deserve like to I go like there. this idea. I cuz in my garage, I keep the the house door unlocked. So that means they can go into my house if they want it. Yeah. Some of these, you know who steals packages more than anyone? Delivery drivers. <laughs> <laughs> so, think about that. My my idea is still there. Oh man, you just lost the whole subset of your audience by disparaging delivery drivers, man. I'm sorry, Ari. Uh delivery drivers, I'm not saying they all steal. Who's the but who's the famous delivery, delivery driver for, for Casey Neistat? What is his name? He's the oh, African American yeah, guy. Who dri- I know who, who drives I don't know his UBS. name, but I've seen What is his name? I he's forget, gonna he's I've gonna seen. boycott the show, dude. I'm not saying delivery drivers steal. I'm saying a lot of them do. Wow. I'm not saying all of them do. But I'm not even lot. saying most. Most do. Not most. No. I heard you say 90% most. of them 90% are thieves. especially UPS. No, UPS, UPS is my... No, but here's... Rick the, is my UPS driver, and I think Rick is the most honest guy I've ever met. Some of them are. This is a true story. So you can see I have a lot of cameras in mm-hmm. here, a lot of technology. Oh, you have to go. But uh, when I was right. building when I was building the studio, I had ordered all this stuff online, mm-hmm. and I missed... A couple things didn't get delivered, but they marked delivered and they took a photo of it. And I was waiting at the house for them. <laughs> so, like, I know no one came on my porch and stole them. I know the driver took, took, it. took a camera, took two cameras, and it ended up being like $7,000 worth of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Which is a lot of money. Yeah. And especially for me, it's a lot of money. That's That was a, That's that a was, lot of money for it's anybody. It's a lot of money for anybody, but and for me, it was even more. So, I call Amazon and I'm like... I'm not saying your driver took it, but I think your driver took it. Or, like, I, I don't know where any, it's missing. What did and Amazon say? So Amazon, if it's under $1,000 or a certain amount, they just refund you no problem. It's not worth it for them. Right. They're like, refunded, we believe you. What about 7000 If it's 7000 they basically are like, screw you. We really? delivered it. We delivered it. Sorry, you lost it. File a police report. And then I did. I went through every step. No I way. called them. They were basically like, you're, you're done. So I ended up having to call a lawyer. And suing Amazon. No way. To get, I got my money back, but this it was awesome. probably two years after. Holy it cow! Happened. So you got that's that's where I'm, the number one. I'm shocked that you even were able to talk to anybody at Amazon. We got a package delivered the other day from Amazon that was that was a broken glass bottle that had uh, syrup or something in it, mm-hmm. and. I couldn't find a number to call them, even though I'm a pretty you good Googler. Hunt. Yeah, yeah. It was hunt. incredibly hard. Uh, you have to hunt. You have to wait on hold. It was it was a nightmare. You're probably lucky you didn't have to talk to Amazon. But the, even like the broken package report button is incredibly hard to find slash non-existent. I had to, and I ended up emailing the seller, you know, because not mm-hmm. everybody is actually Amazon, right? And I don't think we've gotten any resolution on that. Yeah, I'm missing an eBay package right now. It happens. That's, these are modern. The modern white people problem. So yes, they definitely are. <laughs> that is definitely white people problems. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, my stove that is. Yeah, modern are, American problems anyway. So I'm not sure ship. that uh, the other races are also experiencing true, their Amazon. True, it's all, all race problems now. Yes, for but, sure. Uh, how come? Third wor- uh, first world first problems world is problems. the correct that's term. A, that's the more PC term, yes. yeah. Yep. If uh, I notice like big high-rise, nice commercial buildings, they use steel instead of wood for mm-hmm. the... 
If you were a, if you had a hundred million dollars, would you build your house with steel, steel framing? You know, I'm still a wood guy, and mm -hmm. actually, uh, if people you, do that in really high end homes. Oh yeah, they do. Well, there's a lot of steel in high end homes. Like I was just visiting the Yellowstone Club, which is apparently like the super richy rich neighborhood of Yellowstone that a bunch of people are building super mansions in. All steel out there, but it's because they have earthquake issues, which I didn't uh, realize. Okay. Which that we do out here too. Which makes sense. Yeah. They build with steel, but I would tell you there's a huge resurgence in wood high rise construction. I've seen that. Uh, I've seen those videos. They're thicker wood, yeah. wood beams, but it's like not full high rises. It's like middle high rises. Well, you can right? build up to like I want to say twenty stories, yeah. and they use a, a cross laminated timber. That you'll hear the term CLTs. I would totally build a CLT. House. I love them. Have you, love and them. have you ever built a CLT house? I have. I have yeah. one going right now with this company called Bensonwood, which is up in um, Connecticut, uh, New Hampshire. And that's New Hampshire. just a normal two-story house, but you're doing it with CLTs anyway, and it just yeah. makes it really strong. Yes, it's awesome. And the cool thing about wood is, you know, wood from the kind of green perspective, it's carbon sequestering. Mm -hmm. It's rapidly renewable. Yeah. It's rapidly regrowing. I love it because it's God's building material, How right? Much, that's true. How much more is a CLT than a normal is it twice as expensive? No, it's hard to say because you're talking about a specific part and piece. But if you're comparing it to steel, it could be a pretty one-to-one -one comparison because steel fluctuates so mm -hmm. much, right? It's a huge commodity. Uh, I suspect that those 20-story high-rises that are CLT maybe are a 5 or 10% bump in cost, and that's it. But how much over a regular wood-framed house? A lot more. Uh, probably some higher percentage, not 50% more, but mm -hmm. maybe 20, 25% okay, more. Crazy. I really like wood framing though. I mean, it's the beauty of wood is that it's, uh, it was a living organism and you get all these additional benefits that for instance, you know, wood framed houses in America that have, you know, plywood or shiplap walls that wood will release and absorb moisture in the air. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the real wood that's not broken down. Uh, can get wet and not decay as long as it can dry. Uh, generally speaking, real wood won't mold up. It's the de it's the uh, you know processed wood that does. Mm -hmm. Paper is the most common thing to grow mold on, and then behind paper, it's oriented strand board or OSB. Mm -hmm. Plywood you almost never see mold growing on, and real studs you almost never see mold growing on. The conditions have to be right. perfect for those. Mm -hmm. But even the slightest thing that's wrong, you can grow mold on paper, for instance. Yeah. So I really like wood. I'm a big fan. Is there anything, last question, is there anything in your life that I could help you with? Uh, from the unlicensed ther therapy? Yeah, therapist. yeah, that's a great question, Ari. Um, my, uh, I'm really wise. You are really wise. Sorry, I just got a crick in my mm -hmm. leg here. I'm turning 50 in two weeks. Did I mention that? You uh, did, yeah. I'd really like to know from your superhuman experience mm -hmm. what I should be doing for uh, my diet and exercise plan to it's, make sure this next decade is going to be as good you as You know, the last it's one couple. of those things that's so obvious, and we all know how to have a good diet, but mm -hmm. we don't. It's just easier said than done. It's just eating clean. Yeah. Not no over no fast food no over processed things mm -hmm. try to limit your carbs okay i think a lot of people are eating too much protein these days it's including probably myself it's just like every meal i have meat yep and i'm like because it fills me up yeah. if i don't have meat i'm like if i just have lettuce and a salad i'm like okay i'm still hungry <laughs> what do i do next what's but my next part if of you this have meal? the discipline to wait 40 minutes after your meal and then you then you'll feel full still so that's a really just, good point it's just discipline that's the hard part about dieting that yeah. knowing what to eat, people are like, oh, I'm keto, I'm this, I'm that. That's too much. Mm -hmm. Just eat healthy. Yes. You I know agree. what healthy, you know what a meal is that's healthy, but it's easier said than done. Yeah, that's that. for sure. Right now, I'm craving a McDonald's breakfast sandwich. You know. Can't do it, though. 
Uh, I don't know. Is the egg McMuffin that bad for you? I think, yeah, it's filled with sodium, tons of salt. Oh, true. That's uh, true. Carbs, cheese. It's not good. Is cheese bad Meat. for you? Uh, I think I think anything's okay in moderation. Oh, that's a great one. But yeah, like a cheese pizza, too much cheese. Way Even, too much cheese. Yeah, there's, we eat too much. We eat too much everything. Yeah, that's probably so true. So it's like we need to be eating more fruits and vegetables as a meal, which is hard to do. How, when was yeah. the last time you just had a salad with light dressing and a little fruit and that's it? That was your whole meal. And almost never. Exactly. Maybe it, maybe once in sucks. my life. <laughs> it sucks. But, but think about it. It's like that's what we're supposed to be eating. We're not supposed to be eating a cow carcass two yeah. times a day. We're not yeah. supposed to be eating a loaf of bread. That's a good point. That's a really good point. I got something that'll blow your mind as mm-hmm. a uh, as a, uh, a Jew. Mm-hmm. If you read the Bible, when did meat eating come in on the Bible? I have no idea. Not until after sin entered the world, not after the original sin. So prior to uh, the devil tempting Adam and Eve and them, and them taking a bite of the apple and sin coming to the world, they were uh, vegetarians. I identify as a vegetarian. I eat meat because I love it. Yeah, but I hate the idea of killing animals. And now, and that I still hunt, I still eat because it's like I, I, I'm addicted. Yeah, I'm addicted yeah. to meat. But I, if I'm, if I had a, f- a flip that a switch that I could flip, and just your, never have to eat meat. Your meat craving. I, yeah, I would love to kill that. I think it's horrible that You'd we kill that we kill animals. I think it'd be healthier. And yeah. and I like obviously it's a it's a living breathing thing. I would rather not eat it, but. Easier said than done. Yeah, easier said than done for yeah. sure. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Is there anything right, you so want to good to hang uh, out with you, man. plug besides the Build Show? Build Show Network. The Build Show Network. Dot com, yeah. uh, the Build Show on YouTube. And uh, you and I both are on the talk and the gram, uh, Reisinger Build That's on both right. those. A few hundred K there. This is a big shot I got on the podcast. Thanks for doing it. Really <laughs> totally, nice. man. Thank you. Dude, that was great. <laughs> You're listening to You're listening to unlicensed. Unlicensed. unlicensed 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 therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.